Let's do this thing. And we're back. This is Drew Sits with tonight. I'm joined with Nick Saviano. And my wonderful co-host, Ryan Schwartz. How's it going tonight, Nick? Oh, I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm very excited to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you guys again. It's been quite some time. It really has. Probably, what, four or five years now before, uh, probably right around the end of high school, I think. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I don't think I've seen you since then. Um, May have run into you uh, here and there at, like, you know, Bartlett or St. Charles bars or something, but I feel like nobody would really have a concrete memory of that. If I'm out in Bartlett, I'm at Brock's or something like that. I don't think I remember any of those nights. Damn, I wish I would. We, we should definitely party at Brock's. It'll be fun. Favorite place, dude. Hell Absolutely yeah. the best bar in Bartlett. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many to choose from, but out of all of them, that's True. the one. We just went to Moore Brewing last week for the first time. That's pretty cool. The we one right out. downtown there, right? Had a train. Oh, yeah. I've been there a few times. It's a nice place. Yeah, we hung out in Pasta Mia and uh, got lunch. And then we migrated over there. But uh, anyways, so Nick Saviano, you were the very first person I ever met going to Barlett Elementary School. I don't know if you know this or not, but the very first day of school in sixth grade, I walked up to the school and uh, there was like groups of kids, right? And you just walked right up to me and you're like, hey, how are you doing? I've never seen you before. And I was like, hey, nice to meet you. And you're like, oh, we're in the That's same awesome, class. Dude. And then just since then, you kind of like you took me under your wing that week and like just like this is my friend Tommy. This is my friend Chris. This is, you know, just kind of so. uh I always just have, like, fond memories of you, dude. You know, back then, it was, uh, we were all pretty short. I saw the tall guy, and I was like, I got to be friends with him. I need a tall guy in the group here. <laughs> so I, I thought, like, you know, that he looks new. Let's try to get him in here. He doesn't know who we are. He doesn't know how weird we are yet. True. <laughs> that, uh, it's funny you mentioned uh, Tommy and Chris and all of them, because that was really the Barlow Elementary oh, yeah. squad. Oh, yeah. Definitely Cole Capron, too. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still see them every once in a while, but uh, Tommy's out in fucking... Arizona now, so it's hard to see him. But every time he comes back, I try to hit him up. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, reached out to him to do this, and he was like, "I'm, I'm not anywhere close." I'm like, "Damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> He'd be a fun one to have on. He's just an interesting dude. He's got so many weird stories and just some cool stuff that he does. So for sure, if he ever comes back, I try to get him on. Yeah, yeah. What's he doing out in Arizona? All he was I know, going for like engineering in school, yeah. right? All I know is he's some kind of like, f- I wouldn't say foreman, but some kind of like lead engineer on construction projects. Wow. And he just awesome. posts random pictures of himself like on top of big ass buildings or on a crane <laughs> or something. Like, I don't know what he's doing, but all right. That's cool. This isn't about Tommy, okay? This is about Nick Saviano. This is about Savi. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so again, we met in, in Barlow Elementary School. We, we were in the same sixth grade class. After that, middle school, we were still friends. Uh, we played lacrosse together. You were on defense. You were the captain of the defense. Yes, and sir. so uh, for years, we were close after school and everything. And uh, I don't know, man. You're, just, uh, you're a homie. So It's been a long time, and I'm glad to have good friends like you guys. <laughs> glad we're still friends. Hell you know? yeah. What about you, Schwartz? Because you guys grew up together before I met you guys. Yeah, dude. Me and Nick go. We go probably back to like kindergarten, technically. Like that, but yeah. like, I remember even since like second grade, dude. We were in Miss Heine's class, and it was like that was the most low. That was the most stacked that class stack. I ever oh, had. That was like, probably my favorite. Me, like, you, Tommy. Life. I think Cole was in that class. It was just everybody, and it was like, awesome. We went crazy, dude. That was that was a crazy time. <laughs> I re- I also remember not related to the second grade class, but I also remember playing football at recess and breaking my arm. Oh yeah. When I think Neil Carroll yep. was the guy. 
he he got a dirty hit on me at recess, and I broke my arm, and that was the reason that we couldn't play football anymore at Barlow Elementary. I remember for like a week or so after that, all of us were just like, God damn it, Ryan, why'd you have to break your arm, dude? Took away the <laughs> one Neil's good fault, thing. Man. It was, hey, guys, dirty hit. <laughs> after that, it was just kickball and kickball and kickball. That's pretty funny. Hey, but I got uh, got a lot of signatures on that cast, man. I still have that hanging up in my in my trophy room. We were just talking about that the other day because you said you got the cast, and you're like, it was actually pretty sick because everybody wanted to sign the cast, and you're like, I was oh, I was pretty popular because of that, yeah. <laughs> Not to like to put that out of proportion, but I feel like anytime you're in an elementary school and you break a bone, you got a cast. Everyone wants to sign it, exactly. No matter who who you are, I think everyone's just like, I'm gonna sign that cast. I want to be seen. True. Last day of school, I remember we all got Barlow Elementary School shirts, and we all signed the shirts. Yeah. It's kind of like a yearbook kind of thing. That was pretty cool. I don't know. Fast forward. Right. Here we are. <laughs> right. So we went to Eastern together. We went to South Elgin together. Um, we played lacrosse. Since then, we've not seen each other, but you said that you went to Mizzou, right? Yes, yep, University of Missouri down there in Columbia, right there in uh, Como. Yep, smack dab in between St. Louis and Kansas City. Tigers? Yeah. Good old Tigers. 5-0, and oh, man. Having a hell of a football season. <laughs> hell yeah. That's awesome. Got one shitty team in the Bears and one good team in Mizzou. That's true. So, uh, who did you room with? Did you meet somebody down there? or? Yeah, so I uh, I did, like, the random roommate route. Well, not really random, but I met him in, like, a Facebook group chat. Um, That's how it goes, yeah. yeah. We, were, we were cool for, like, year. Like, the first year we lived together, he moved out at semester. Uh, he joined his fraternity, and then we were cool, probably, like, still hung out for another year or so, and then just kind of lost touch after joining our groups and everything. So Did you do a fraternity? That's kind of how it goes. Yeah, I did, yeah. Cool. It was cool. It was uh, it's very small. It's called Alpha Gamma Sigma out there. We were the largest chapter with only like 70 people, but it was fun. It was a good time. Met a lot of cool guys. Still in contact, actually, with a lot of them. That's awesome. Fantasy Football League? Yep, three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Adam Walker. He had four, I think. Oh, my right? God. I can barely keep up with the three. Only like two of them I actually pay attention to. The other ones, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I uh, I went to dinner with the commissioner last night, Schwartzy. Our buddy Jaron is running our league, and uh, he he did me dirty and fucked me over because I don't know anything about sports. And uh, anyways, last night he was like trying to like smooth it over and be like, dude, it wasn't that big of a deal, and like you know all this kind of stuff. I'm sitting. Did you bring it up to him like, oh, let's just trade back then? I kept telling him. I was just like, I don't want to talk about this. Like I. I'm upset about it, but it's not serious enough to like ruin dinner. So just like stop bringing it up. But he he, like couldn't help himself. He had to keep kind of (sighs) like. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> yeah, Drew's uh, couldn't tell. Drew's a little uh, affected by it, but uh, it's all right. a little rattled. Mm-hmm. Hey, live and learn, right? We all make bad trades every once in a while. It happens. Right. They all make bad decision in friends once in a while. That too. That too. <laughs> okay, so you're at Mizzou. You're in the frat, and you said you stayed a year after once you graduated. Yeah, so I was still working. Uh, I was working at a little uh, family-owned chicken wing restaurant that I was bartending and managing at, and then I ended up being like, I don't know if you know anything about fraternities. A lot of them have like house moms or house dads. Basically okay, just cool. like an older person in charge to make sure everything's going all right and no yeah. one's dying. <laughs> uh, we lost ours. She passed away my senior year, so we kind of didn't have one for a little bit. Rest in peace. She's great. Hey, gotta love Mama Helen. She was a great lady. Um and then somehow my name got thrown in there, and I was like, all right, sure, I got nothing else going on. They're going to pay me. I don't have to pay for housing. Oh. So I just kind of basically stayed there for an extra year, 
like a super senior, except you're getting paid and you have a l- another level of respect exactly. on your name. I had z- so much free time to l- do anything I wanted. Uh, right, because you're working at a restaurant, you said, right? Even not, Well, once I started doing that, I didn't have to work it, like there because I was getting some decent money. What? And it, was, it was pretty solid. Getting paid to party. Basically, yeah. And so I just kind of kept, and I, mean, I was friends with all the other Someone's guys. Someone's got to make a movie about that shit, man. That's, that's pretty sick. That's yeah. a pretty dope it gig. Be, yeah, it wouldn't be a bad, uh, <laughs> wouldn't be a bad movie. I'd watch it. Yeah, you lived it. I did. I did live it. I guess I'd have to ask me about it. And I'd have to write the story. But <laughs> okay, so any like crazy? Because like you're also kind of on the hook. Like it's all fun and games until someone breaks their neck jumping yeah. off the roof or something. You know. You know, as uh, as unfortunately in college and with a whole bunch of dudes, you get into a lot of trouble, fights, uh, things broken off the balconies, throwing shit at like people walking by. So I was the one who had to deal with that. Plenty of times, you know, 3 a.m., I'd hear a loud crash. I'd wake up <laughs> right outside my front door. There's a broken chair that somebody's like, I'm just going to throw it off the balcony, whatever. And I have to go out, you know, just woken up five seconds ago and just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, I get you're trying to have fun, but why are you breaking somebody's thing? And now now I got to go clean this up. Right. Because nobody's like nobody else is going to do it. And I know you're not going to wake up until noon tomorrow, and I want to get it out of the sh- uh, yard before then. So that fell That's on That's what me. they pay you for. Unfortunately, yeah. You're the yeah. backstop. Exactly. <laughs> And it was the worst risk manager. <laughs> yeah, it was basically the risk manager, but older and more responsibility. Right. Because the risk manager that I had was not great at doing his job. Was he not was, great at managing risk. <laughs> he was more the risk than anything. What are the positions? Because it's like president, you got, chairman. Like what? What are the? I mean, everyone's different. Uh, most of them, you know, you got president, you got VP of financial, uh, recruitment, like member. Um, Member relations, basically, like the guy who just takes in the freshman and kind of shows them the way. Rush chair. Rush treasurer. Treasurer, yeah. So there's a lot of different positions. Everyone kind of has their own. Some of them have, like, brotherhood chairmans, which is – we had one of those, which he just kind of set up, like, uh, events for all of us to do. Like, oh, it's Thursday night. There's no football on. Let's go play football ourselves. Right. Um, That's cool. Set up, like, all the parties and everything. You have, like, a social chairman, all that good stuff. Right. That's cool. Did you ever do any of that kind of stuff while you were a student? I was the I was the Brotherhood chairman for two years, and then I also was the Rush chairman uh, with another guy for one year. Uh, so yeah, I was in charge of getting all the freshmen, like all cool. the new freshmen coming in, getting us a new class. Nice. Like yeah, we really value uh, academics and uh, yeah, values here. Don't your parents don't have to worry. This is a good house for you to be. Yeah, at. don't worry about it. We never get in trouble. Nothing bad happens. It was so hard to lie to these kids' faces and just be like. <laughs> First right, cool, pledge meeting. Here. You guys are all fucked. You all fucking suck. None of you are cool. Why did I recruit you? Right. I was going to say, you're like the Deion Sanders of uh, your frat, you know? <laughs> a little bit. Pulling yeah. all the good uh, talent. It's a good role to play. It is. It's a fun, it's a fun time. Oh, yeah. It's a good time. Had a, had a lot of fun. Uh, wouldn't change anything, you know? I, I, I kept, like In the beginning, I didn't know if I was going to like Mizzou because I was traveling away and I didn't know a lot of people. Right. And then after about a year, I was like, yeah, I made the right decision. I'm That's happy awesome. I'm here. A lot of kids from our high school, or a decent amount went yeah. there, right? It wasn't like ISU, but it was it was a lot. Yeah, I mean, I they, feel like were, it was a lot of kids like a grade below us that went yes, to Mizzou even yeah. more. Like Will Dunn and his kind of yeah. group, like there was a bunch of kids like him that went there. Yeah, that was actually a lot of fun. Uh, we did like intramural f- football, and I think it was the game bef- like that would lead into the championship, and I played all them. So yeah, it was uh, Joey Cipriani and yeah. and Jake and Will. And um, Jaron Wells or something? Maybe? No, he went to, I forgot where he went. U of I. Go there, something like that. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, it was like four of them. And I was like, this is just cool that I get to play all these kids that I played football with growing up. For sure. For, in the middle of college. And yeah, then, Raiders football. Yeah, yeah Raiders nuts. football. Some of them I played lacrosse with. And it was just a fun experience. And 
they ended up winning, and I was kind of pissed about it. But yeah. <laughs> I can only do so much. I was a fucking offensive. That would piss me off too. <laughs> Cipriani actually works with my dad, different department, but like at the same company. He said he was walking past the cubicles and saw this dude. He was like, "What? Hold on a second. I, I feel like I remember you. Yeah, like this little shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sip was a cool guy. Oh, yeah, he was good, dude." Yeah, dude. Okay, so let's transition through college. You got a degree in parks, recreation, and sport management. Cool. As uh, the plan was to be an athletic director, um, so I wanted that sports management degree. And then, you know, as kind of everybody else, COVID hit, and I lost my motivation for school. <laughs> Figured out I had to do a uh, master's degree to be like the kind of Ooh. athletic director I wanted, and I was like, mm, all right, I'm going to change uh, change career paths here. Yeah. So then I got into restaurant management, and here we are. Very cool. Yeah. Restaurant business. It's always going to be there, man. It's a good it's one lucrative. to be in, man. Hey, it's, uh, I, I credit my love for the restaurant industry to the uh, the nickname of Senior Sandwich. <laughs> you know, working in the working at Potbelly all throughout high school. It's, uh, Dude, yes. Hell yeah. So I DM'd you, and I asked you about it. You said, yeah, well, then you sent me your phone number. Because I looked up your name on my phone. I didn't hear your number, so I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I must have changed the number. You sent me your number, and I had it saved as Senior Sandwich. <laughs> you know, out of all the nicknames I've had, that's definitely my favorite one. It was it was Senior Sandwich and the Sandwich Man, which both of them I'm a okay with. My love for I think that's almost a word for word translation right there. It is. Yeah, well, my, yeah. if my Spanish serves me well, uh, well, I, I believe the exact. Mr. Sandwich, yeah, but you know, it's not, you know, culturally, it's not really a word for word translation. It's more of, uh, anyways, what was, anyways, so go jumping back to Popeye, which is, I think, a Chicago originally business, right? My buddy, one of my buddies at work, his brother in law is the CFO of Popeye, and yeah, they're Chicago based. For all my international listeners, it's a hot, hot sub restaurant. (laughs) Hey, I've got some hot and cold subs, man. True. Most, mostly hot. True. You get the weird guys that ask for the cold subs. And like, why, why are you? But here? that's not why they're in business. You're like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> so you're not seeing Go this, back to you, you don't see this pot way. belly oven right here, man? Come on. True. Put it through the oven. It's on the logo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, So what's your order at, uh, at Pot Belly? Big rack, add bacon, extra hot peppers, oh. mayo, mustard, hot pepper. Yeah, mayo, I get the rack. Peppers. I get the rack, dude. Can't go wrong. Yeah. I always go to the one on, uh, it's on Monroe. Downtown, right when you get right on Monroe and uh, Franklin. Oh yeah, I feel like that's the one. That every time I get off that train station and I'm doing anything downtown, I'm like, you know what? Right. I'm gonna grab a sandwich first. Many a drunken days have started or ended there. You know, like grabbing a grabbing some food. Oh yeah. Um, okay, but what about the secret menu? Isn't there like the Lucky Seven where you get all the meat on it yeah. or something? Hey, man, you can't say that shit on. Uh, on yeah, the we try to keep that on the down low, <laughs> but you know. Hey. There were, there were a lot of them. We had like 13 different secret menu items. and That's so cool. And the Lucky 7 was the popular one, and then I kind of forgot a few of them, but the one that I was in love with was the uh, the buffalo chicken sandwich. It That's wasn't, right. It wasn't a lot of times that we had it, but like when we had that buffalo sauce, that was some good <laughs> shit. That's so when we had it. <laughs> it was oh, gone. we had it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I don't know how they kept me employed. I probably ate more than I sold. You're going home with cold cuts in your pockets, dude. That was my. Uh, it wasn't cold cuts, but at the end of the night, they would either throw away the cookies or I would take them home. And safe to every, say, they didn't throw away too they, many cookies. There were not many cookies <laughs> that were going in that trash can. 
Dude, that's how I won Hell the favor yeah. of half my teachers in high school. I was just like, hey, I uh, had some extra cookies from last night. You want some? Right. It's like, I know I got a D on that test, but, you know, I'm like, making it to the <laughs> University of Missouri. It's an elite Please. institution. That's funny. So Anything I'm, you can do. <laughs> I was thinking you meant the little cookies for the, the milkshakes, but you mean the big oh, like, the chocolate like the chip cookies. cookies. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, the oatmeal chocolate chip, the sugar. The, the separate uh, menu item. Yes. Cookies. So whole, the whole big ones. <sighs> some good stuff. I'm getting hungry. Okay, so... You you started managing restaurants, so you stayed in Mizzou for a year after you graduated. Yep. Then COVID hit, and then you came back and with your parents. Uh, so COVID hit my like the middle of our my junior year. Oh, yeah. So okay. so it was that, and then we were all online all second semester, and I was like, in the beginning, I was like, I'm not going home. I'm staying here. Like it, it's you know it's Missouri, so they didn't really lock down much. We right. were still able to go do whatever we wanted to do. Right. Um, and I was like, I'm staying here, whatever. And then it got real bad. And my mom's like, I want you to come home. And I'm like, can't say no to mom. Yeah. You know, if, she's, if she's the one, she was helping me, you know, pay for rent and everything at the time. So Definitely. I'm like, I, I can't say no, I guess. Plus you're at like a, like a epicenter, like Mizzou's probably yeah. like on the news, like <laughs> breakout it's like cases. all college kids still going out and getting sick all the time. Like, yeah, no, it makes sense. I yeah. Mean, I'm hey. the guy who runs that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. yeah, and then, uh. So yeah, came back. Um, it was just hard, you know. I don't want to. School's school's hard enough, and you're online. It's just like, why am I doing this? I'm not learning anything. I'm cheating through half of it. Uh, it's definitely a game at that point. Yeah. It's not about learning. Nope. It's about filling out the right forms and getting in the grade to get through to the next level and eventually get the hell out. Yes. Yeah. I just I basically uh, spent my time more looking through the right Quizlets than I did actually studying or anything else. Definitely. Yeah, Quizlet is a powerful tool. No stranger to that, dude. <laughs> Control F, searching the entire page, just trying to find the right keywords. Yeah. Okay, flip the flip the virtual note card. Okay, that's the answer. Next one. It's like this question isn't worded exactly the same, but it's close enough. I think the answer is going to be right. Right, dude. What happens when we have that inside of our brain, and you can just like automatically like f do that file search, and you just have the knowledge? Like you won't have to actually remember anything because you'll just have like a little phone in your brain. It's coming. I know, like it's got to be coming. It's right? got to be coming. I swear, I thought Elon was working on that already. Neuralink. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're just like holding that, right? it right now. Like, what happens when it's just like behind our eyes? You know, school is going to be obsolete. You're not even going to need to go. Exactly. It'll just become down to can you afford to pay for the technology or not? That will be the question. Yeah. And the first guy to do it will probably like die of like a brain aneurysm. But then the next guy will like become like the top hedge fund manager or whatever the fuck and like just you'll you'll have to do it to be able to compete you know yeah. if you don't have the, the computer in your brain just download the right uh the right software that you're looking for and it's like boom i got the answers now that's right. all i need did you say that people try to like game a system like that like find a new algorithm to like beat the stock market but it's it's not possible or yeah i mean that's a whole rabbit hole but essentially <laughs> basically people try to find different inefficiencies in the market and doing that by different ways but once it gets too crowded the trade gets too crowded which i think you're referring to then you got to find a new avenue or a new section of the market in various different asset classes that people aren't really looking at but you can do it profitably until too many people find out and then once right. the broader market finds out then they bid all the prices up because they buy all the assets that are allegedly underpriced and then there goes your alpha or there goes your uh Competitive advantage, I guess. Interesting. Anyways, sorry about that, guys. That was like two tangents. You, uh, you asked <laughs> no, me. No, I, no, I wasn't going to offer that, <laughs> but you me. asked. Trust me. I just started chewing this neuro gum. Have you heard of this, Nick? Uh, what is it? 
I got it at the grocery store, but uh, it's got it's like, like Adderall, except it's chewable. No, it was at the at the checkout at the grocery store, but it's got like L lysine and uh, caffeine, like all the shit in it. But uh, I've had like ten pieces today. I've just been like Damn. chewing all day. <laughs> I'm all jacked up, just fucking going off gum. On Neurogum, dude. Nicotine or something in there get you addicted to it? No, probably. I don't think. I hope there's not nicotine in it. I don't want there to be. But yeah, that'd be uh, unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Shout to the Neurogum. Um, I would get to, that one's not cold shorts. Yeah, I just put those those guys in there. Uh, in the cooler right there. Oh. You'll drink warm beer. All right. Yeah. To prove your your uh. You're a people, man. The people. Some good bush light. He's literally wearing a blue collar shirt. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so you come back. Your mom's scared about COVID. You come back to town. Have they left? Can I say Berto yet? Or yes, yeah. So we're we're out of Bartlett. Uh, we're out in St. Charles now. Right. You um, lived on a legendary street, though. It's I was a great that street. Man, it was cool. Yeah. Kevin Erst was your neighbor, dude. He was a legendary skater for Dry Bones Nation, oh, yeah. Skate Illinois. Damn. Yeah, board chop. Oh, yeah. yeah, board chop, dude. My uh, my brother was obsessed with that for like your brother Mitch, right? Yeah, Mitch, brother yeah. Mitch used to play football for uh, North Central. Yep, and did uh, football for a few years, and then now he's in the military. So that's a whole different thing. Oh wow, uh, he was yeah. huge. He was like a. Big yeah, guy. dude, I remember, I remember. He, he was, like, a, big homie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Literally a big dude, yeah. He was, uh, that was that was why he had to stop playing football was because he was in the Army, and the Army wanted them to lose weight. Football wanted them to put weight on. He was like, well, the Army's paying my bills right. and for college, so I kind of got to listen to them. Of course. Sorry, football. Uh, but, yeah, so we're out of Bartlett, and now we're in St. Charles. Berto's a great street. You were on the other side. Like, I was on south. You were on north, right? Who was that? I was north of no, no. I wasn't on Berto. No, 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 no. Hickory. I was on South Hickory. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Which was further west from you, but pretty close. Yeah, it was close by. Um, I remember going to your house a couple times and like watching. Um, I want to say we watched The Simpsons or like maybe even Cake Boss or something, which is like a real like just back in the memory. But uh, anyways, uh, didn't Big Billy live on your street as well? Oh, yeah. Dude, I grew up. Yeah, Billy? Billy, yeah. Was, uh, Billy was next to me for I think up until sophomore year of high school. So right. from the time we moved in up until then, he was he was living there, and then his oh. his family moved. Yeah. yeah, who did we talk to? Delivered a pizza to him and was like, "Whoa, hey Billy, what's up, dude?" Yeah, it was like at a different house. You know, like he wasn't yeah. expecting it. Was it? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Okay, so you're in St. Charles now. Um, are you like close to downtown, or you're like in a suburb? Or? Uh, right over by like the St. Charles East High School. Oh, right cool. In that area, yeah. nice. so right off like the Kirk Road. And, good yeah, for Dunham you, Kirk, man. Right right. In that area. Very cool. Yeah. Very very cool. Oh, yeah, it's a fun time. Good area, got a lot of stuff to do downtown. It's ten minutes away, and then drive home. Of course, yeah. And so you said you were working at a restaurant downtown St. Charles. You want to talk about that at all? Or? Yeah, sure. Uh, I was working yeah, Alter Brewing, uh, right there down the river, um, downtown. You know, it was one of the newer spots when I first started there. Definitely. And now it's been there for like two, three years, so it's kind of established. Um, Dude, I remember seeing you. I was there. I was there one time, like maybe last winter. I do remember that. Yeah, you were sitting yeah. at the bar. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was that was fun, man. <laughs> that was a good time. I actually, saw you, I've seen a, lot, a few people. Like, I bet I've been there. Um, I was gonna say it's probably more likely that I remember you rather than you remembering me because you probably saw 10, 15 I, of those yeah. occurrences. There was a lot of people of just like, like every other day. Seen your like, sandwich like live in the flesh. <laughs> Here he is. He's he like back. he throws the towel over his shoulders like, hey, what can yeah, I get you? Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> Good to see, <laughs> see you. Buddy. When I was a manager, I didn't carry the towel around. When I was bartender, true. That was when I had the towel. True. You got the button up on when you're the manager. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that was my favorite part. 
Remember, uh, <laughs> I don't gotta carry this dirty ass <laughs> dish towel around with me. I don't wanna carry this anymore. No, I give it to a, your pledge <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I made. Uh, do you guys remember when, like, in high school, I used to do all the like the Hawaiian shirts all the time? Of course. Oh I, yeah. Yep. I, that, that just made that my manager style. Every day I'd walk in with a different like Hawaiian shirt on, and everyone's like, "Where do you get these?" I'm like, "Dude, I don't even know. I just find them." <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> There's uh, this this comedian that I really like, Stavros Halkius, Stavi Baby. Oh, yeah, I've heard know of who him. he is? I've heard of him. I've seen a few things. Yeah. So uh, he's got he's a he's a bigger dude who wears Hawaiian shirts. But one of his bits, I'm definitely gonna mess it up. It's something like, uh, you know, it's hard being a big guy. You know, everybody thinks I'm a party animal all the time. Like, I have to wear a Hawaiian shirt. I can only get into a pool by doing cannonballs. You know, he's like, <laughs> was talking about, <laughs> about like expectations. That was uh, I mean, yeah, that's kind of actually where mine started. That was I. I was never like super overweight, but I was at least like always a little bit heavier than what I wanted to be. So I was like, sure. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hide myself with just a big ass Hawaiian shirt. Definitely. And You're looking then, svelte, by the way. I should have said that earlier. I appreciate it. I have a, you know, <laughs> try to stay in the gym, but not super consistent. So you were also lifting heavy for a while, right? Like you were going big dog yeah, shit. Was, uh, for a little bit, I was trying to do like the, the strongman competition stuff, which is uh, just basically heavy ass, you know, big ass boulders, just putting those up on high ledges and shoulder pressing barrels and stuff like that and just like walking around with ke- basically kegs in your hand um did that for a little bit and hurt my back really bad oh really uh, yeah i just stopped lifting for about Who a year thought? Yeah, hey man proper form they they say it's a big thing and it is but yeah i hurt myself so i had to stop for a little bit and then uh i was like i'm not i just don't want to i'm not going to go back to that kind of lifting i'm just going to go back to regular just trying to be strong that's really all i wanted to do and kind of been keeping up with that but you look strong. That's what matters. That's the main goal, man. Hey, dude, also, uh, uh, this kind of leads into that, that big tattoo you have on your arm, too, right? It's uh, a bishop, or a rook, I'm sorry? Yeah, so I've got, I've got a few tattoos now. I uh, started with, yeah, the rook on my on my left arm here. So Damn. Cool. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, so Level of detail one. is impeccable, Tavi. Yeah. So this one, uh, this one yeah. I got, like, right as soon as I turned 18. Um has to do with like my brother and all his friend group and kind of just how they they helped me become who I am today. So it was that's awesome, cool thing. Very my brother's cool. not a got big bro one. helping you, showing you the ropes exactly. of uh, manhood. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, there was five of them, so you know I had a lot of people to look up to, a lot of different perspectives on just. I was able to ask them whatever I wanted to, and they would give me a straight answer because they were just like, "You're you're not my little brother, but you are." Right. Um, so they kind of turned me into who I am Very and cool. got that for them. And then two or so years later, I got. Just a few words across my shoulders uh, from my mom, and then I got my biggest one on my right arm, <laughs> which is yeah, it's the the Heath Ledger Holy Joker shit. here. Yeah, this Holy one. Holy smokes! It was dude. hyper realistic Joker. Yeah, it's that uh, is that is freaking beautiful, man. It was, it, this one took about uh, fifteen hours. I was sitting oh there. Oh my gosh! It was a lot, and it was not cheap. But I I'm do love sure. it, um, dude. I love that shit. That's yeah, awesome. It was. Uh, Honestly, it was not like it wasn't a planned thing. The guy just had availability, and he's like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "Fuck it, let's do this." So I, w- I didn't really think it through that much, but I kind of went along with it, and I f- I love how it turned out. No, it's awesome. Then, Why so serious? So yeah. cool. I you know that's kind of my favorite, like not a life motto, but I like to think about it like that. It's a good it's, mantra. Uh, Why so serious? Why take shit serious? Exactly. Like, I mean, if you no really one's think getting out of life alive, right? You're gonna die anyways. We're just a little fucking speck of dust in the grand scheme of things. You don't need to be that serious all the time. For sure. So that's kind of not a life motto, but I like to live live kind of like that. Yeah. Um, got another one on my leg. Uh, 
game, like a, a dice game that me and my family have been playing for years called Ship Captain Crew. Uh, really? Try, it's kind of hard to pull up, but yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, show yeah. you guys at some point. Sure. Uh, and on the other side of the, the rook here, I got a, a boxing bear. Kind of like the, the old, I don't know if you've ever seen those, those old timey like boxer tattoos, but I, I had my guy do it and he was just, I'm like, turn it into a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bear like holding up like the, like the Notre Dame hands. Basically. Boxing gloves. Yep, exactly. Very cool. Yeah, it was just, uh, cool. again, kind of a spur of the moment when I was just like, this just looks cool and I want it. So I'm going to go do it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I've heard, like, your first couple tattoos, people will make them be, like, you know, have meaning or be serious or whatever. And then after a while, you're just, like, getting a smiley face on your leg because you're like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, you know, I, fuck it, I'm just cares, collecting dude. cool stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, it's a good story, you know? At some point, you kind of just have tattoos so people already have that stigma about you with tattoos. And you're just like, fuck it, I'm just going to go you get You kind of lean more. into it. Yeah, yeah. it's like, all right, if that's how people are going to look at me anyways, like, why not just keep getting them? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Also, I think it definitely looks better when you have more tattoos. Like, if, yes. if you just have one, it can be fine. But if the more you add to it, it kind of looks cooler. So I remember it was, uh, I forgot what I was, I think I was playing, like, rec league basketball or something at some point, And I just had the one on my arm. And the dude was trying to use it against me. He's like, who the fuck just gets a chess piece tatted on him? I'm just like, dude, don't worry about it. What do you got on your chest? Dude, like the chess piece. Oh, chess piece. Yes, yes, not right. chess piece. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude, you're tatted. No, important distinction. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's my fault. Uh, but yeah, so I, like, he was trying to make fun of me for that. And then it was just like, I was like, fuck it. I'll just go get some more or whatever. That's and then so I just funny. started getting more. And I was like, yeah, you can't really use it against me now, can you, you dumbass? He's like... You got a full sleeve just because I said that to you last week? You're like, what? I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. Shut up, man. <laughs> it's so funny. So do you play any other men's league, rec league shit? Softball? Um, I actually tried to start up, like, recently. I tried to get a basketball team going, but half the guys decided to, uh, to dip out and go to fall baseball instead of basketball. Pussies. Yeah. Damn. So uh, trying to get one going for the winter. One cool. uh, one text message away, sandwich. Swartz loves that uh, shit. Hey man, you want to be on a winter I'm team? I'm so down. Oh, let's do I it. I am so down. Now we got a starting. Five. And you know, We're good. dude. I will say we used to. I remember you might not even remember this. I played you in rec league basketball at BCC. Oh yeah. I remember you took our team out of the fucking playoffs one year because you were lights out for sure. corner three. Get that and there was one. It was like you, you guys, your team was up like ten points. I don't know how I'm pulling. I feel this like out you almost like shoot like behind your head, but right? I, I used to. Okay. I was that was before I had upper body strength and I could actually shoot a basketball. <laughs> this kid, we were. It was like fifth or sixth grade, yep. and. You were going off shooting, and it was to the point where you your team was kicking our ass, and I was on the bench, and then you got the ball, you were wide open. I said, "You won't shoot it," and you shot it, and you wet that bitch. Damn. And my coach looked at me and was like, "What the fuck? Why'd you tell like, him to do that? Dude? It's over, anyways. <laughs> like, who the fuck cares? It's the fourth quarter, we're friend. already losing by fifteen. Whatever, man." It's but so yeah, funny. I always knew you had the burner from three. I haven't shot a basketball. I, I tried to get. But the once you got team, it, dude, yeah. get give you. Uh, you know, twenty minutes warm up at, oh. at LA Fitness. You got Ooh. it back. You it know might, what I mean? It might be there. I yeah. you know, I used to uh, I used to be yeah. I used to be able to shoot, and then uh, as I got older, I was just like, okay, I'm just I'm a bigger guy. I'm just gonna go rebound. Right. Throw some but el- now you're that three and D. You can yes. play that three and D archetype. That's all I man. do. I, I don't go. I mean, I go inside my own uh, my own paint. I'm not going in the opponent's paint. I, I'm not playing down low. I'm not tall enough for that. I'll throw some elbows. And you don't give a shit it. enough. You that's know? also true. I don't really. It's it's reckless. You score basketball. enough, it doesn't matter. You score enough, you know, best best defense is offense, right? Yeah. It looks, it, you know, I go for double doubles uh, with rebounds and assists. The points, if I get them, I get them, but I'm, I'm going for the assists. I want to set everybody else up. 
He's a team player. He's a selfless guy. <laughs> Gotta be. All the <laughs> ladies listening to this podcast. What was the... Uh, Hear that. <laughs> wasn't there... I swear Fortino told me about this. There was a league where, where the ref got mad at the parents or something like that, and he was like... Uh, they're like ref contact, and he's like, "There's always contact." Quit being a pussy. That was basically that's the was. worst. Yeah. That's the worst uh, response from a ref when they're like, "Shut the fuck up and be a man," you know. No, like, but didn't, didn't you guys have like shirts or something? It was like it your was, team motto yeah. or something, right? It was uh, seventh grade, and I think it was like we were winning by like I don't know, I think like ten or fifteen points, and then these kids just started playing dirty. The ref wasn't calling a thing. Wow. So I'm 90% sure it was my mom and Fortino's mom <laughs> just started berating this ref. And he just like, he looks at both of them. He's like, there's always contact. Leave it alone. <laughs> and then Chris's mom just, he was like, I'm going to, she's going to make a shirt. And we had shirts the rest of the year and we wore them as like pregame warmups. So cool. It was awesome. <laughs> I think it's, it's a very tough job to be a youth sports referee in any domain it is tough i i actually did that for uh two years when I was <laughs> and you gave up you, awesome. dude, it was you tough. didn't have what it those takes. parents are ruthless <laughs> oh my god it was football too so they were just like they, their kid even got touched and they're just like why are you throwing flags i'm like that's a legal play like i can't what do you want me to do it was oh. i could see you with the with the whistle and the mustache dude that would be fun too though like if it was ever a situation where no, that's not DJ Moore. That's not DJ Moore that's that exactly caught that. Who it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Crazy. Jesus, so, yes, fucking. For the people at home, we're watching the Bears game. There's Why the 14, fuck did you tell me to fucking bench DJ Moore, you piece of shit? I'm sorry. <laughs> have you seen this team recently? What have they fucking done for you? <laughs> yeah, until you sell them down the river, then they start showing up as a professional fucking He hasn't gotten a touchdown yet. We'll see. <laughs> but what, what's, your real, like. what's your real prediction for the game? Because, you know... People at home will, will know what happens afterwards. Uh, you know, I said it earlier. As a Bears fan, I want us to win, but I got a feeling we're going to lose by three. I'm saying uh, 27-24. Okay. Washington. Okay. Schwartz, what's your guess? 26-17 Washington. <sighs> similar, similar narrative, mm-hmm. but not as close because the Bears aren't as good as you want them to be, even in the best-case scenario. All right. I'm going, like, just 14-3. Oh God, Redskins! Okay. I think it's gonna be a boring game. Drew doesn't whoa, follow whoa, football, whoa, man. It's not the talk. Redskins anymore; it's the Commanders. I'm yo, sorry. yo, wait, Come wait, wait! On, hold dude. the hold phone, on. Drew. Wait, whoa, whoa. the Washington. Com- I'm cutting whoa, that out. Whoa, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I'm so let's, sorry. Let's uh, let's be inclusive. They've had they had the whole like uh, documentary, you know, clips and shit playing before this. I just you know saw all the all the Redskins shit. I mean, I mean, uh, it goes again. Commandership. What about like the Cleveland Indians stuff like that? Like, what? What's your take on that, Savi? If you don't, what's your take on racism? (laughs) Racism, bad. And caricature, caricaturization of minorities. So I think that's I think what Drew is asking. It's different with each team, right? Like Blackhawks, that's signed off, right? It's it's respectful. The 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 chief Blackhawk, chief Blackhawk was a cool guy. They they, said it the right way, like a, a warrior, whatever. The Seminoles, that one's cool too, right? They're cool with it. They get money off of it. It's yeah. like it's like a respectful pride thing. The Keyword Indians, money. maybe not, right? It's I a it's... racist caricature. But the reason why they're called the Cleveland Indians is because they had the first two Native American players on their team. Originally, they were the Cleveland Spiders. Then they changed it to the Indians because it's they're also like... a dumb name. We have Indian... The logo's actually pretty sick. It's a C with a spider hanging down a web from the mm. top of the C. Anyways. Charlotte's Web, you mean? It's like the cover of the book, I'm pretty sure. Damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about something that I don't even know anything about. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I mean, 
I think, yeah, so, the, like, the Seminoles is cool, the Blackhawks are cool, just because, like, it's an actual tribe. I'm pretty sure that's kind of what they're going for, whereas if it's, if it's like, benefiting and, like, putting awareness out there for an actual tribe, it's fine. And it, right. if it's an authentic uh, demonstration or authentic sort of, not caricaturization, but... I'm thinking of the right word. I yeah. can't think of it. I, I, but there's I've, a word for it to say. where it's not offensive and it's you're doing it for the right reasons. Yes. That's one thing. If you're trying to make a sort of cartoon out of something and make a joke or a, Let's go. a generalization, it's different. It was DJ Moore. Tutty. I'm sorry. Schwartz is going to kill us. Yeah, that's on me, man. I, I apologize about that one there. <laughs> we just hope Terry. We hope we Terry comes Terry, back yeah, on the yeah. other side or else... Or else this episode's gonna end in a, in a dark fashion. <laughs> be a real quick episode if that happens. Jesus. There's that is probably the most efficient drive the Chicago Bears have had in the past five years. I was gonna say twenty two games. Yeah. <laughs> That's so That's funny. And of course, per the recommendation of my football pl- growing up football playing and football knowledgeable friend. Nick Saviano, I decided to bench DJ Moore at the last, the last fucking second. minute. Yep, that was on me. He was in. So I'm already out. My prediction's gone. I thought they were just going to get a field goal. Yeah, you're you're off. Damn I knew it. they. I knew we were going to score at least once. We always do. Dude, what if they come out and just fucking dominate tonight? One I would four. be so happy. I would be so happy. Yeah, man. So sick. Schwartz is like fuming. <laughs> Bush light is uh, nice and warm. <laughs> so you're not is that, tasting is that like enough. Choice, I gotta ask. Like, is that what you're going for every day? Or, like, you get home from a long day of work, are you pulling out a Bush light? Nah, usually I go, you know, like three or four like Millers uh, in the morning, right, and yes. then you know after lunch I'll do, you know, maybe an IPA here or there, a couple shots of whatever uh, life throws at me, and then to end it all out, maybe I'll maybe I'll do a Bud Light if I'm feeling bold. Switch but, it up all uh, day. Okay. Get it? Bush light is kind of, you know, if my friends got it, they got it. But, um, yeah, if I'm paying for it, Ryan will drink it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind of the They do mindset. say the best beer is a free beer. Of course. It's, can't turn that one you're down. You're damn right. I'll even drink a free Bud Light if you give one to me. Yeah. But um, I heard Bert Kreischer talking about this. He goes, I was at the airport and I asked the bartender at the airport, what's a good breakfast beer? Right, and they're kind of talking about like, do you go with fruity, you know, like kind of like a sour or something like that, or you just go like just straight up light beer, but also like a nice heavy Guinness might kind of set the palate right. I, I, I was thinking, like, you know, you know. might want to go something heavier, some and steak and eggs and Guinness. Yeah. Exactly, I you can know, see like that a, being good, like a coffee stout or something. You know, it's like oh, a coffee in the morning, coffee, dude. Dude, yes, That's Irish car bomb. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started on those. Okay, so. You, you've been in nightlife for three or four or five years now, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, Late night bars, probably for like the last three years now. Yeah. So we're talking about Irish car bombs, things like that. Is there any like what? What's like a popular shot or like what? What's all the kids doing these days? Or you know, I mean, the, the number one is probably just lemon drops. Uh, everyone goes with the lemon drops, but Delicious. also it's kind of funny because when you, when people are ordering shots or like drinks like that, you can kind of tell. Not saying we we serve underage kids, but you can kind of tell who's more on the younger side. They'll, they'll right. be ordering lemon drops, uh, green tea, or just like, you know, the big one now is Rumplemints. Everybody fucking loves Rumplemints. Ew, gross. I hate it. Not <laughs> not for me. But like the mint those, one or like uh, the mint one. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. 
That was the, that was a big one. Everyone just loves it, right. and I don't know why. I'm not a mint guy at all, but you know, if it's popular and that's your thing, go for it. Yeah, right, right, right. That's a weird one. I used to do Jaeger a bunch, like right when we got out of high school, and I was just like blacking out all the time. I'm like, I can't <laughs> keep drinking this. <laughs> like, this is fucking me up way too fast. Yeah, no bueno. No. What's your what's your shot of choice? I assume you're a beer guy, like a craft beer guy. You came with your own cooler, which is so respectful, dude. I'm so hey, that's know, great. You, you so never, happy. That you is can awesome. Never come empty-handed, especially when you're invited somewhere. Dude, At least I that's, it. that's for me. Uh, I, I live by that. Nick Saviano, a man of principle. Hey, I will. I will say that I, much. I try, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, beer and more recently I've been getting a lot into like whiskey and bourbon. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know, I used to just like, I can't do shots of it, but I can sip it neat, which doesn't make any sense. I also just on the rocks, shots. yeah. Not even on the rocks, just you pour, you, you pour a nice big old glass and that's all I'm drinking. Straight up. Just straight up. Damn. Yeah. Buffalo I- Trace. Buffalo Trace is good. It's um, it's a little overhyped just because Basic. everybody wants it now. Oh, so, so I'm not good enough for you? So I, you're better whoa, than me. Whoa, whoa. Please educate me, Nick. I, I'm not. I don't know <laughs> I'm shit, fuck, man. <laughs> That's what Adam Walker asked for specifically. So. Buffalo Trace? He said, like, I want Buffalo Trace? He said Buffalo Trace or... That's coming from me who doesn't know shit about whiskey. True. No, Buffalo, Buffalo Trace is good. It's good, yeah. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a solid whiskey, don't get me wrong, but... But it's the basic go-to, yeah. like, oh, I kind of know something, and I don't want to look stupid, exactly. and I don't want to Joe Rogan say... has been advertising for it for years, to where the point where it's, like, sold out at places, so it got, like, rare because of that, but it's not... It's not it's not like a Bland's or something like yeah. that where... Uh, well, that's just... Bland's expensive. That's just all it is, yeah. True, you're buying the bottle. You're, you're buying, buying the bottle, you're buying the name. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Buffalo Trace has been... Joe Rogan hyped it up, and then I don't know if you guys ever watched Yellowstone, like the TV show. Right. Yes, they, sir. They helped hype that up, too, because that's what they drink. That's cool. So everyone would watch that and be like, oh, it makes me feel like a cowboy. I'm going to drink course. Buffalo Trace. Yeah. One time we were at a family party with Riley's family and her uncle, like her kind of crazy cool uncle, you know, we're, we're talking, and he's like, oh, I need a drink. You know, he's like dealing with all the family and stuff like that. He's like, oh, I'm going whiskey. I'm going to get a whiskey or something like that. I'm like, oh, you're going to do Jameson? He's like, I'm feeling more cowboy and walks away and got like whatever you know jack or something but yeah. <laughs> I thought that was such a cowboy. funny way to describe it that is a good one yeah <laughs> okay so as the manager what kind of shenanigans do you deal with like obviously there's like younger people that work there but also like restaurants in general are just crazy like yes. you know drug addicts a lot of the times or flaky people yep. or again young girls the hostess doesn't show up so you got to fill in you know I think, so I've been lucky where I haven't had to deal with, like, anything too crazy. Um, you know, it's, it's the restaurant industry, and unfortunately, like, you'll get line cooks that'll flirt with every single person oh, yeah. that is alive. Any, any flirt, quote-unquote. Uh, yeah, crazy quote unquote, is the normal. Even, yeah, crazy <laughs> yeah. in the restaurant's the normal. They, uh, I haven't, yeah, I haven't had to deal with anything super crazy, no drug addicts, but, you know, like, in relationships at work, that happens all the time. Yeah. People not showing up, and I have to fill in for them. Um, stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's pretty easy, because then I'm just doing their job instead of kind of doing mine, I'll just have to do mine later, but right. it's it's a lot of a lot of up and downs. Like, you know, sometimes they'll have a great day, and nothing goes wrong, and sometimes you just have the most insane day of all time, and... Right. Three people didn't show up. You you have to fill in for so many different people. You're missing a line cook, so half the food's coming out late. And then just people are, you know, people are people. So sometimes they just suck. Right. Table five is a fucking bitch. Yeah. Table five, you got one old lady who hates <laughs> the fact that her coffee's 
a little bit warm. Right. And she wants it cold. And just, okay, throw some ice cubes in it. Figure it out. Um, this lady doesn't like her drink. Can we remake it? We remake it. She still doesn't like it. Okay, pick a different drink. Obviously, right. you don't like this one. Uh, people just complain about the dumbest shit when you're in the restaurant. And as the manager, you just kind of got to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, which is why I love the fact that I just have uh, what's called comp cards. I hand him a card that says, here you go. Next time you come in, here's $10 off whatever you're buying. Boom. And I just hand That's those awesome, out. That's awesome, man. It's so easy to deal with problems now. Right. I give him one or two of those. I'm just like, we all good here. Wait, cool. save Enjoy it. Enjoy the rest yep. of the day. Here you, here's $10. Quit bitching. Right. <laughs> Leave me alone. Dude, you are the perfect person for that job because you're such a, just a nice guy and like just big smile and everything. Yeah. You know, like, I, I could see you handling it perfectly. Oh, yeah. There, there are some times where it's like they – at least where I am at now, they, they know to come to me instead of a different manager because they know that I'll walk up You're to more the table. Receptive. Just, I'm more receptive and like, you know, kind of also the, the my, my why so serious motto is like, I'll walk up to a table and just be like, guys, this is no big deal. Right. Like whatever you're complaining about right now, in the grand scheme of things, you'll go home tomorrow. Forget about this. You're not going to remember this ever happened. Right. So whatever we're talking about right now does not matter. The chicken fingers are in the fryer right now. They'll be out in five minutes. Just give me five more minutes. I apologize. Here's $10 off. Right. And that's funny, too, because it's like, if they're still mad, they won't come back. They won't They won't use the $10 voucher. But if they're like, okay, yeah, they'll come back, and they'll spend way more than $10, exactly. bucks, you yeah. know? So. Next time, they'll, they'll bring, like, four other people that never have been here, and, you know, maybe one of them has a really great experience. Now they're going to come back with four different people. Right. So... Even though, like, this is one shitty experience, they might come back with people who will have a great experience and then just keep coming back and spending thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you left Alter uh, after, what, a year or two? Or? Uh, I was there for about a year and a half, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I started as a, uh, a bartender, and then about six months in, got promoted to a manager, and then was there for about a year, and then I ended up moving on. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a... Uh, that one was a lot more relaxed and like laid back, so I, I fit in a little bit better. But then it was just not a great situation for you know what was going on, so I just had to get out of there, um, which is unfortunate because a lot of the people that worked there were awesome, and I'm still in contact with a lot of them actually. Excuse me, my god. Um, Please do not do that. Please don't fucking worry about it. Believe me, it's not a it's not high society on this podcast. <laughs> we have a no burp policy on the pod. You didn't tell me that beforehand, man. Not that's, that's kind of on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you left that place, and then you 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 leveled up for sure, right? You're at this yes. new new place. Uh, do you want to talk about where you work, or just kind of? Yeah, so I'm over at uh, Pinstripes out in South Barrington. It's uh, you know we got we got a restaurant, we got bowling, we got a bocce courts, and then we do a lot of private events. Right, it's like um, a a full event facility. Yes. It's huge. Yeah. It's like yeah, forty thousand square feet. Crazy. Yeah, it's a massive venue. We've had. I think just in the last two weeks, uh, Friday, Saturday, I've had weddings. Oh, wow. And so it's like there was a 60-person wedding and then a 120-person wedding and then a 200-person wedding and then another, like, 60-person wedding. Oh. So I'm sitting there just, like, helping run these weddings. Right. And I, I was talking about this with my coworkers a few days ago, and I was like, it's just wild to think about. Like, when we're working these weddings, that's the happiest day for somebody. That's that's their biggest day of their life. <laughs> for me, it's a Friday. Like there's <laughs> that was us, man. Back at B Hills. Yeah, we did weddings at uh, Broad Hills Golf Course. Yep. Uh, that's such a funny way to think about it. It's crazy. You're just like, damn. I'm helping you have the happiest day. I'm gonna go home and forget all about this. Right. I'm actually mad about it right now. <laughs> I'm like, damn. You're working. You're fucking working me real hard, and I'm not gonna remember this tomorrow, other than the fact that I don't like it. Right. Right. You forget about it and. 
because people just suck sometimes. Like right. you're going to get yelled at. You're going to be uh, berated for the smallest little things. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you're going to have somebody come in who's going to buy a $5 beer, give you a 20 and just be like, keep it. Right. And you're just like, okay, cool. I did nothing. And I just got $15. That's what's so cool about the restaurant industry as well. That the tipping whole thing. Obviously I'm assuming you're not really getting tipped as much because you're the manager, yeah. but the luck of it, it's like anything could happen. That, that whole thing is so cool. It's such a cool energy. It's a, it's a very weird one because it's a, you know, sometimes you're giving great service and they still tip you like shit. Sometimes right. you feel like you're not performing the best that you can. They're going to give you a hundred bucks. Right. And it's just like, it, yeah, like you said, kind of, kind of luck, kind of actually being good at what you're doing. True. You earn but it. You earn it. One way or another. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you earn it. Sometimes you're just, this is just a nice dude that's giving you a lot of yeah. money because he has a lot of money. There was this guy, I worked at Riverside Pizza and, uh. This guy would come in a decent amount, and I think he retired like early, like fifty five or something, and just like had a bunch of money and didn't really do much, and just would go to the bar at noon and, and start drinking. Such I was friendly enough life. with him, but uh, anyways, one day we're 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 sitting at the bar. It's like me, the bartender. I'm, I was the delivery driver, so we're just sitting there doing nothing. And then he's at the bar, and a song comes on, and he says it's Van Morrison. I'm like, this is not Van Morrison. This is uh, um, Bob Seger. Or what I think is what it was. And he was like, no, it's not. And he was kind of drunk, and he was like, yeah, it's bad. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, whatever. But, like, I'm telling you, that's not who it is. We, we get into it, and he's, like, getting all worked up and everything. So blah, 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 blah. 100 bucks. It's Van Morrison. And I'm like, all right, fine. We look it up. I was right. Gave me 100 bucks for nothing, absolutely nothing. He was just a rich guy who was kind of drunk. And, yeah. you know, I, I remember just being like, this is fucking America. Like this, this is the land of the <laughs> this free. Is, this is what we wanted. This was the, the end goal. Not not that a hundred bucks uh, would change my life now, but definitely back then when I was like eighteen, I was like hundred bucks. Fuck this, is like you know. dude. Even oh, I mean, like if I, you couldn't even live off of what like we were making in high school. But you got that money when you were fifteen, sixteen. Years I remember old. getting checked for three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, and I thought I was shot. on was top awesome, of the world, yeah. man. Oh yeah. Was like, dude, I can go do so many things right now. It's awesome. What was your first job? Uh, Pop belly. Oh, right. We yeah, so I started at Potbelly, and then I branched out from there. I mean, I worked three different jobs in high school, but I always stayed at Potbelly. The other two were kind of just like summer, other like second jobs during the summers. Cool. What'd you do? Uh, remember Green Valley, Green Valley Driving Range? Of course. Yeah. I was working there for a little bit, and then... <coughs> there we go. All right. Uh, on the board. the other one? Fuck. Green Valley. Were you driving the car getting hit with golf balls, or... They ser- they let uh, only one person was allowed to do that. I don't know why, and it was like one of the owners, but he just loved doing it. So of he course. was like, "I don't want to do it." I basically just went around, made sure everyone was having a good time, picked up their empty buckets, and right. refilled them for him. Of course, um, that's cool. Yeah, I forgot what the other one was. I think it was only there for like a week. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, Marco's Pizza right downtown. I delivered um, pizzas there. Too. Oh, I hated fucking working there. I worked there for like two months. Dick. I was there like as they were trying to open up. I was part yeah. of their, like, door-to-door. I'm going to go put out everyone's door and put, like, that little handle right. thing. Right, flyer. And, yeah, the flyers are just basically like, hey, we're opening <clears> up. <throat> Here's a $5 discount, like, coupon or whatever. Yeah. I was part of that. And then they didn't, uh, like, once they actually opened, I was like, cool. Like, do I still have a job? Like, can I be a, like, can I make pizzas or can I deliver, like, right. be a cashier or whatever? And they're just like, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. Right. <laughs> and yeah, they, I, it was not a great one. Adonis worked there. He got trained. And I, th- I want to say he just trained and maybe worked like a day or something like that. But then he ended up quitting because he didn't like the guy. And then uh, 
I remember going back in there with him and being like, I, I demand to get paid. Like, the guy was, like, trying not to pay him the check because he didn't actually work a full week or whatever the yeah. fuck. And he's like, dude, I worked, you know... 12 hours or something like you, you fucking owe me money. That's almost what they did to me too, where right. I like, I worked the entire time and just, they didn't never put me on the payroll. They just like wrote checks for me. Right. The checks were clearing and everything. So it was fine. But, um, the last one, like after they said, you don't have a job anymore. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll be back whenever to pick up my last check. I go in and they're just like, oh yeah, we don't have it. <laughs> Come back the next day or whatever. And so I go back like three days straight. I'm like, where's my money at dude? Yeah. Like I'm not, it's not a lot of money, but I'm like, I still want my money. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, we worked for this lady, super sketchy. It was like this, she ran a delivery service. This is right before like Uber Eats and Grubhub like became a thing really. Like it, it was kind of just starting like the online ordering stuff. This is way before COVID. Like once COVID happened, then like now everything, you, like if you don't order ahead of time, it's almost like you're fucking yourself, you know? But anyway, so we worked for this lady and she had relationships with multiple restaurants all over the area. And she would send you out like, hey, you got to work at this place tonight and, uh, you know, for this amount of time. But it was all under the table. I think it was all pretty much cash, you know. And it was like a bunch of guys from Brawlett High School. Ryan got me the job. Um, Ty Green, you know that dude, too. He, yeah. he worked there with me. But, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so, like, I didn't really work for the owner of Marco's, but he was also my boss because he ran the restaurant that I delivered in. So it was this kind of weird relationship. But he would charge me 75 cents for a cup when I got there. And then I could drink for free all night, but I had to pay him for a cup. Cause before I would just like go up and just like get free drinks all night. Like as you do at a restaurant, like yep. every restaurant you get free drinks, right? That's like standard. Pretty standard for a restaurant. Yeah. Right. And he found out and was like pissed about it. And so he made me pay 75 cents at the beginning of the day. And then I could take the Marco's cup and keep refilling it. So stupid. Should have just kept one cup the entire time and just kept it in your car. It was like he, he, he needed to like tax me every time. I, I don't even know what it was, but. Just yeah. a yeah, cheap dude trying to make some more money basically is all that is. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a jerk. But um <clears throat> Okay, so what else do you have in your future? What's what's on the horizon? You you're content with, with pinstripes or do you have uh anything else you want to do? Is there like a you know, what's the plan? Uh so I mean I think the the industry I'm in is definitely one I want to stay in. I yeah. like the restaurant industry, but um I think at the like the, the end goal it sounds crazy, you know, with the nickname and basically since I've been working at, since I started at Potbelly, I've always thought about just like owning my own sandwich shop. Fuck yeah, dude. So I've always wanted to do that. Yes. And then uh, at the end, like, so that's that's kind of like the majority of where I want to spend my time for my career. And yeah. then when I retire, I want to open a bar. Uh, just like, you know, nice, nice little dive bar, you know, not su anything super fancy, just somewhere people are going to go get a drink, go home. Dude, I've fantasized about opening up a bar too. Dude, me and Ryan were like, we could fucking do it. Man. It's yeah, we could fucking do it. It's, I mean, it's a difficult industry to be in, but like, if you the first year and a half or two are probably the toughest ones. If you make it past that, exactly, you're basically in the clear. If you get the foothold, yep, you're you're basically golden. Yeah, because dude, alcohol, you make so much money so off alcohol. Yeah, as long as you have the the consistent clients and everything. So Riverside, they were super lucky because they were right in front of the Thornwood subdivision. Yep. So there was this huge subdivision of people that would go to this restaurant and basically was like a, the base customers. And then you also had all the people from the other surrounding area, but it was like, you knew there was at least a couple regulars in there that would be coming in every single night. Yeah. So I'm like, it's really the real estate. You know, you can create the vibe as much as you want, but you need to have the, the walkability or, uh, you know, like, I don't know, the, the people to support it, you know, like if you're in the middle of nowhere, but the restaurant's awesome, no one's going to come. So. If you're in a good location and so, I mean, obviously like 
the random people, they a lot of the times they're they spend a lot of money. You're making most of your money off your regulars. Of course. Because they're consistently coming in two or three times a week. They're tipping the best, so your employees are getting paid, and they're just always there. They're bringing their friends. Their friends are bringing friends. Exactly. It just keeps going and going. Exactly. So if you get an established place with established regulars, you're basically already in the clear. Yeah. So Riverside also, I don't know if you've ever been there or not before. Have you? Uh, I don't think I've been to the one in South Elgin, but I've been to the one in St. Charles. Know, St. Charles down there. Right. Yeah. So they bought... Um, this bar that was right next to them in another strip mall. It's like literally right next to it. And it's called Overflow, right? So it's a Riverside Overflow. Smart. And it's just a bar, dartboards, uh, no kids allowed inside. And it's kind of like the regulars. If you know, you know, you go to that place, you know. Uh, you can still order food and it can, they'll, they'll run it over. But uh, so we were we were chilling there for, we had like a residency every Thursday night. We'd go there with all all the boys and nice. just, just chill and drink and shit. But uh <clears throat> that's, that's the kind of stuff that I miss the most about college, honestly. And like, I mean, it's harder as like you grow older, you can't really see your friends every day or like hang out with them. But just like that regular routine, like, oh, every Thursday we're going to this bar, we're going to watch this TV show or this game or whatever. Yeah. There's like, once you get older, there's no fucking consistency. Yeah. It's people tough. have, people have wives, people have kids, people have girlfriends, jobs, like people are all over the place and it's just hard to yeah. get that going. But it was, it was awesome where you're just like, we have the same routine every Monday, every whatever day, and I miss doing that. Of Those course, are always man. a lot of fun. Of course. Yeah, our buddy uh, who's married with the kid uh, just hit us up the other day and was like, I think we can do Wednesdays if you guys come over to my place. So, like, I think that's going to be the move, Schwarzy. You're, you're down for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how long that lasts. He was, I think he said, like, some Wednesdays or something like that. So I'm like, oh, it's not even, you know. It's like every third Wednesday, the kid's got <laughs> swimming practice or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's always something. It's just <laughs> never going to be never gonna be consistent. So what about you, Savvy? How, how's, the, how's the love life looking? Terrible, honestly. I'm, Terrible. Uh, yeah, no, I'm fucking busy all the time. Like, I mean, so my, the cool thing about my job is I only work four days a week. Nice. Um, the other three, I'm... Usually one of them I take just, you know, recovery. I'm just hanging out. Like, so I work four days, 12 to 13 to 14 hour shifts every, sure. every time. Um, so sure. if I'm work if I'm working three of those back to back, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take this day and I'm not going to do shit. Right. And then, so I'm just, I mean, I guess I'm not busy all the time, but I count myself as busy. Yeah. Um, between that, the gym hanging out with, so I got my dog. I got to hang out with him all the time. I don't have to, I want to <laughs> hang out with him all the time. And then trying to fit in time with friends and family and just like my hobbies, I don't have a lot of time. No, I so totally it's understand. Just, it's, and also, fucking dating now sucks. I'm not about like the the hookup culture. I like I don't want to fucking go to Tinder in one time, yeah. fuck a girl, leave, and that's not fun. Yeah, um, Schwartz was kind of explaining to me like that. Uh, even if you find somebody, they're kind of always wanting to find the better, like the next yep. best person, and uh, you know. Because of Tinder, the swipeability or like you, you can say yes or no to anybody, yeah. you know. So it sounds fucking horrible, dude. It's not know. a lot of fun, yeah. So it's uh, but you're meeting people constantly at yes. work. That's yeah. the one good thing about your job is oh, that yeah. you're meeting all these new people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it sounds weird. It's like I got a, I got a shit ton of friends, and I mean, I got a lot of close friends, and I got a lot of people that I know that are friends and I'm friendly with. Yeah, and then it's just like hard to find a line of like. Who do I actually want to hang out with? Who am I just like work friends with or school friends True. with or like all that stuff? Take it to the next level. Exactly. Yeah. It's like who do I actually want to build a meaningful relationship with or who am I just talking to because they're there? Yeah. 
That's the fucking question, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, and also it's kind of like you don't, it's probably not the best idea to pick up chicks at work. Yeah, no, that's very frowned upon. Yeah, especially if she works for you. Oh, yeah, no, that's something I would, I don't want to ever want to do. Yeah, that's bad. No, not at all. That's, uh, I've seen that, like, dynamic play out one or two times, and it always ends up bad. Of course. Uh, because if you're like a, a mid-level manager, usually the the general manager will be like, he'll find out about it, and he's like, "Cool, when he has to leave." Um, right. I'm so happy for you, but <laughs> great, yeah, we're really happy for you guys, but you can't work together because there's clear favoritism, uh, or it doesn't work out, and they break up, and then there's just like really, really weird energy that the entire restaurant feels the entire time they're oh, both working. Oh yeah, and everybody knows about yep. it. Everybody knows about everything in a restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. There's very little secrets. It's yeah. uh, we've I've had a few where like. Two servers, so like if you're on the same level, it's fine. You know, like two servers or two bartenders together, that's right. a little more workable than a manager and a server, a manager and a bartender. Sure. Um, like I've had those situations. It's just, I think they'll they'll break up and like yeah, when they're working together, it sucks, but otherwise it's fine. Right. Um, it's just it's a weird dynamic, but it happens a lot in restaurants. You spend a lot of time together, so usually there's some stuff that happens. Right. Yeah, we had <clears throat> two general managers or whatever. Uh, senior positions and uh, they were married and going into the restaurant when they opened it they knew that and um, it was just kind of a thing like you know to make it work we're gonna have to work opposite shifts you know or you know figure out a way to to make it work because even if you you know it's your spouse you love them it's like you can't work with them every single day for eight hours you will hate you need time by yourself you yeah, know you got to be your own person you got to exactly not, yeah if you're together with them all the time you just blend into one person everyone's like what the fuck's going on here right or like you said if if you are fighting with them it's like everybody knows. Can, knows it yeah it's so awkward it's so uncomfortable but uh Right, we're at an hour. I mean, what do you think? I want to keep watching this game. I'm trying not to be distracted. Uh, do we have any other good topics? Schwartzy, can you think of anything? Savi, you got anything? I mean, I feel kind of bad. I honestly don't even know what you guys are doing. Like, it's been a lot about me. Oh, like, I true. haven't. You guys haven't really said anything about like what you're up to, how your lives are going. Like, where have you guys been? I'm gonna go pee and get a beer. You guys can talk. I'm up. I'm subbed back in. Sounds like, like DJ uh, Moore running this shit. <laughs> Thanks to fucking Savi, I'm missing out on this shit, dude. He's not. I mean, he has he has a touchdown. Give it a break. It's all right. True, true. It's not like he's having a Tyreek Hill week yeah. one type. Of I mean, game. if if he has, I know. I'm kind of looking for it. I'm kind of like waiting to get pissed at you anytime he gets targeted. If he has 300 but, yards and three touchdowns at the end of the day, I mean, then that's I can slap yeah. you in the but face. Absolutely, I'll, I'll give you that. one. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm, I I sent you that sarcastic little look, but. That wasn't that wasn't like out of legit frustration. Right. That was more just to be funny. But it's funny that the one time the Bears actually play fucking good is uh, the one time we all discuss how it's, it's like, a oh, mathematical it. certainty that they're not going to. But nah, man, I've been uh, I work at a bank right now. Nice. Um, do I do sales within the investment management side of the business where? I don't know if you got a 401k or anything I, like that. I invest. I got a, a good high-yield savings account, so I'm kind of I'm doing those too, but that's about all nice. I got right now. So we – I'm all good. I got the entire cooler there, man. Yeah, basically working on a team. I'm on the sales side, but my company manages a number of strategies that 
you know, you could buy your stock strategies, bond strategies, and then private market stuff, which is, you know, shit you can't buy on an exchange or whatever for institutional investors. So like pension plans, endowments, foundations, um, insurance companies, things like that. And then my job is to go find investors for our strategies, essentially. Are you like Raise that? money. Yeah. It's interesting stuff, man. It's, it's definitely a lot of ego, a lot of personality involved in it, which is stressful in a good way and a bad way, but it's exciting. You know, it's, Every day is a new thing. So, where's uh, yeah. where where do you want that to lead? You got a like end goal for that, or you just kinda yeah playing it by um, ear right now? I would say, ideally, I'd like to be in a role that right now I'm an associate relationship manager. Relationship manager essentially is like sales, right? I'd like to just be a relationship manager and graduate from like being the junior guy to actually having my own accounts and actually managing, you know, different accounts and talking to people at different pension plans and different, uh, investor types and bases and whatever, and raising money in my own name instead of just doing shit for my boss. But ideally I'm, I'm really in the lane that I think fits me pretty well. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I could see a runway there. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy in my spot right now. Life's good, man. Nice. That's awesome. What about you, Drew? What are you up to? I work for a general contractor. We build residential houses. Nice. Um, we work in the North Shore, so it's kind of like bigger, fancy suburbs, Highland Park. Um, it's on the lake. A lot of times, the house, literally the backyard will be the lake. It's fucking really, really cool. Um, just like Ryan, I'm a junior in a junior position. Uh, for years now, I've been doing that. I think there might be some moving up. We just hired this kid. I'm excited to spread my wings a little bit here, but... Um, I don't know. Again, kind of why I started the pod. I feel a little bit sort of kind of boxed in a little bit. Boxed in a little bit. You know, kind of want to try something else. You know, yeah. if this works, that'd be great. If not, I think I, I have plenty of you know potential with this job, um, and it is really cool, man. Like I've learned a ton about construction yeah. and all this kind of stuff. But uh, that was one, like when I was driving over here, I was like, I was just like something that came to mind. I was like, I want to ask him, like, why did he decide to start doing this? Like, what in his mind was just like, I want to start a podcast. Yeah. you know, a lot of people have those, like, that, like, idea where it's like, oh, they're sitting at their bar, at the bar with their friends, and they're just like, let's start a podcast. Right. Dude, like, we're so funny, we yeah. could actually do it. Yeah. You went through with it, and I just kind of want to know, like, well, how'd that come about? Yeah. I mean, it was many times doing that. I, I love podcasts. I listen to podcasts all day, every day, um, working my shitty job, yeah. right? And uh, I'm just like, like, it's almost been a year already, and I feel like I just started doing it. Yeah. And it's already 46 episodes, you know? So I'm kind of like... If, if I would have, I wish I would have done it five years ago or seven years ago when I first started listening to this shit. And uh, so I just did it, you know, I was just like, fucking let's do it, man. Ryan's been very supportive about it and helps me out a ton. You know, he's, he's on like more than half the episodes, I think, at this point, which is really cool. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's fun. Also, it's really cool. Like, why would I hit you up, you know? Yeah. It just gives me an excuse to see you. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I have fond memories of you. And I'm like, yeah, like, I would want to hang out with him, especially now that I know you work there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to Pinstripes. Like, uh, when's the next time I can go to Pinstripes just to hang out with Nick? You're like, Let me know, man. I got you uh, free bowling, free bocce, whatever you want. That'd be cool. So my girlfriend, Riley, works in the Arboretum. She works at a hair salon. Oh, nice. And we always say she just started, but uh, we're always like, uh, you know, on Friday, I got a... Did he get another one? No, it's not him. It is him. Oh! I don't know if it counted. Hold up. It counted. DJ Moore, touchdown. I saw at least three steps in there. Tutty. 16 I don't want to talk about it. Damn, dude. This is crazy. The Bears are... I'm not even going to say anything. I'm not going to say shit. 
One, one two, two. Oh, and he dragged it. Yeah, that's two good. dragged the third. Yeah, that's I, 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 no I, contest. Yeah, that's, that's a touchdown. That's a good one. Incredible. So now can I bitch? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah that's allowed. That's allowed. It's on me. This has got to be his best game yet. I benched Terry for this fucking guy. No, or, or the opposite. DJ I benched this Terry. guy for Terry. Terry hasn't done shit yet. That's crazy. Is Washington's defense like dog shit? Like what is going on? Not. They're middle of the pack, yeah, right? pretty middle of the pack. I mean, Chase Young's their best player on defense, but. But he was like number one draft pick, right? Yeah. That was Number Adam two, Walker's team name for fantasy was Chase, Chase Young, Young Girls. Or chase young kids was it something like that? <laughs> I had a. Uh, I had that's a his prerogative to. Uh, hey, that's his thing, you know. There was one time I had a. I don't know if you know who uh, Young Way Koo is. No. Yeah, he's, he's the kick, Atlanta. He, yep, the kicker for Atlanta, and his his name is is Young Way, but it's spelled out like Young Ho. Mm. So my team name, I had like I don't know how many people were on my team, but it was like ten grown men and one Young Ho. <laughs> Young way, depending young on how way, you yes. uh, read the on. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, dude. That's hilarious. That's the best part of fantasy is making up the names, dude. Yeah. Just What's your th- fantasy team name? Let's hear it. Uh, which one do you want? I got three of them. I got one of them that is... Let's uh, go with the worst first and then work our way up. Um, One of them... It, my worst team, is, Geno Smith is my quarterback, so my team name is uh, Geno Wins. I was going to say, why would you... You just got fucked in the draft. I mean, what happened? I, I just I prioritized everything that wasn't quarterbacks. Um, another one, Justin Fields is my quarterback, so the team name just nice and simple is Fields of Dreams. Yeah, well, we got a guy in our league with that. Yeah, and then uh, fuck, what was the other one? It's a team. It's uh, I have two real young guys, uh, Tank Dell and Tank Bigsby out of Jacksonville, and then Justin Jefferson. So it's like. Tanks and Jets. Nice. Is my team name. That's yeah. cool. It's pretty fun. It's you know, I mean, like sometimes I'm creative, sometimes I'm just like, fuck, I don't even know what I want to put. So I just make yeah. up some dumb shit. Yeah, I uh I'm just grafster. And nice. uh our commissioner was like, It has to be football. Like, it has to be football related, man. <laughs> like I can't think of anything. I don't know. I was gonna do chubby chasers, but then uh I didn't get Nick Chubb, so I'm like Yeah, it's hard to hard to name your team after somebody you don't have on your team. Yeah. So, uh, See, but if you have like a, a good name like that, like where you can all like every league you're in, you could be the Grafters. True, it's, it's a solid name. That's kind of what I'm saying, yeah. right? Like it's yeah, it can be reused all the time. It's never going to go out of style. Yeah, it's great. Right, Schwartz is Henry Ruggs Hellcat. <laughs> How's that? How's that? Senior, it's a pretty good one. I like that one. <laughs> Henry Ruggs is actually not on my roster. Uh, he's was, actually not on any roster. Super's not on your roster at that point. Right. I mean, I got someone like. Uh, Fuck, what was it? I don't know if it's this year or last year. Some dude, he was just hanging with Hernandez. (laughs) Hanging out. Just hanging out. I'm not committing any murders. I'm just there. (laughs) There's some good ones like that. I uh, I had Calvin Calvin Ridley on my team last year. And I was just, it was, I forgot what the pun was, but it was some pun about like gambling and getting kicked out of the league for it. Right. Give us enough time and uh, sobriety, and we'll we'll find it out. Yeah, we'll, yeah, figure we'll figure out what it, it was. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <sighs> yeah, I, again, I, I don't know shit about any of this stuff. I I watched the Bears for the last couple of years, but that's pretty much it. And then yeah. I got roped in this fucking fantasy league. I'm in eighth place. I'm one and f- 
one and four, one and three right now. I fucking got my first win last week against your brother, who was furious. Holy shit! <laughs> I can so only mad. imagine how pissed off he would he was be. So mad. I got Chris McCaffrey, and he went off. So uh, that's I was playing golf me. with Scott, and uh, you know, you remember Scott Riddell, right. and uh, I was playing with Scott, Joey, and Ryan Temesbury last week, and nice. they were blasting red zone in the golf carts, <laughs> and Scott had uh, McCaffrey, and he was going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he went the fuck off. I knew I knew McCaffrey had a good day. Oh, yeah. That man always has a good day. He could have a bad day and still a good day. Right. Yeah. He seems like a really nice guy, too. Like He seems like yeah. a good dude. I feel like you kind of got to be at that point. If you're that uh, that well-known, you kind of got to be a good person. Right. Okay, so what about Travis Kelsey selling his soul to Pfizer? What do you guys feel about this? Mr. Pfizer? Mr. Pfizer. I'm a big fan of Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I'm an even bigger fan after all this shit because ESPN's trying to muzzle him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Disney's trying to muzzle him, and he's like, suck my fucking balls. Fuck you guys. So I love funny. that. So funny. I'm not a, you know, as a Bears fan, I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, but I got to respect, you know, he's a he's a good quarterback, and he knows what he's doing, and he just yeah. he he's knows, a, how, to, he knows, he knows how to troll. Outside, yeah. He knows how to troll people. He knows how to make True. money outside of the sport, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a love-hate thing, right? It's like you're so good, but you're my enemy, yep. so I, I can't like you, but you respect it at the you, same you've time. You've been owning my team for the past 15 years. I'm just like, I'm kind of tired of right. it, but at the same time, damn, you're good. I don't know, man. He said he's coming back in like six months. What do you think about that? It's a hell of a recovery time for a torn ACL. Seems crazy, yeah. right? I especially mean, at that age. Especially. I mean. At that point, I would just wait it out. It, like hope, hope to God that you guys make the playoffs and then come back. Yeah. Or just wait till next season. Dude, that Jets game was actually pretty good. Was that on Monday or? This last week? Or was it Sunday night? Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Sunday a fun night. one. What's his name? Uh, the, the young dude, Zach Wilson? Yep. Yeah, he fucking was going off. That was yeah. so fun. It's crazy. <laughs> I saw a picture. It was like Taylor Swift talking to Mahomes' wife, and she's like, he fucks moms. <laughs> that dude likes moms. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, hey, who doesn't like a good mom? Jaron said he's going to be Travis Kelsey and his girlfriend's going to be Taylor Swift for Halloween. What do you think about that, Ryan? I got no opinion. I got no comment. <laughs> I'm like, you just want to buy a Kelsey jersey. I was going to say, it seems like you want to fuck Travis Kelsey, Jaron. But <laughs> I will uh, I will let that be as oh. it may. He's got a mustache like Saviano, too. So he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm like halfway there, you know. <laughs> it's one thing is uh, going to school in Missouri, especially around that. The time of like oh of course dude all of my friends are Chiefs fans yeah. and it was the worst fucking few years of my life as they go on Super Bowl run after Super Bowl run yeah I'm sitting there with the Bears and Trubisky <laughs> like yeah guys this is great Let's go 17 oh damn he should have thrown it to McLaurin he would have sure, fucking made a touchdown <laughs> right, I'm tired of the uh, you know again I... <laughs> I'm not pissed <laughs> I'm not pissed I'll take the blame on it it's fine. I'm not in the league, so it doesn't matter to me. No, nothing to take the blame on, man. It's not like uh, it's not like you decrease my win percentage by a material amount. And Terry McLaurin's got 1.3 points going in the half. But Sunday night, Ryan's gonna be in the group chat. Fucking Saviano, fucking this guy fuck told me. me not to play him. I'm cool. I'm cool. Nah, so I'm just funny. enjoying the game. You just asked for my advice. I never said you had to follow it. That's kind sure, of it. Was you. like an offhanded comment, like, "Who do you guys think? Do you yeah. did more? Should I start more?" Like, ah, oh, you know, offhanded comment. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> then just shut the You know what I don't care I don't care It's fine Yeah So my grandpa Who lives with us He uh Good transition He's <laughs> Still football related He uh he's, He watches football enough But not nothing too crazy But anyways Like you said With the last couple of years With Mahomes He just like Kind of was like 
you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm a Mahomes fan. I'm a Kansas City fan now, right? And he's a little bit older, so I feel like he's just kind of like, "Fuck, I'm gonna root for the winning team," you know? But uh, so it's kind of winning. That's who I like. So we, we kind of he's earned it. We kind of half root for for Kansas City in this house, but I also kind of hate him at the same time for whatever reason. I'm like, Let's go Terry. I feel like you're a fucking. <laughs> you feel like he's a fucking what? I feel like he's kind of lying. I don't know. It seems like a little fake. He's like too good to be true. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Nick, or what do you think? Mahomes. Apparently, he cheated on his girl multiple times. That's what I'm saying. That would make sense. Like that, dude, that checks nobody out. Nobody is who who they pretend to be. It's like too clean know? cut. Yeah, you know, it's too much of a goody two shoes on that one. Right. I mean, being at the time currently one of the top two quarterbacks and probably not number two, it's hard not to do something like that. You got. You can't woman, blame the guy. You can't blame the guy. You got almost you every, had every woman in that area or any city you go to is like, "Oh, you're Throwing Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm coming at you." Right. So it's I, like basketball. Like, how do you? I mean, I don't know. There's also way less people playing basketball, so yes, I guess it's different. A lot but less, but, but uh, when you're when you're the the guy, you're kind of the face of the NFL at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You think about football. You think about Patrick Mahomes probably. Oh, flag he misses it. He didn't even catch it. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's kind of some fucked up shit. Is is Mahomes like top quarterback in of all time yet? Has he has he gotten to that level? Because he's, he's got what two Super Bowl Give it wins five more in, years of in four goat performance, and then he's got a chance. But because there's been such a track record, like Tom Tom Brady's a good example. That dude was Pat Mahomes level like of two years ago for a sustained for ten eight, years, yeah. ten 15, year period, years almost, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, someone like – I don't think he will ever be, like, dethroned as the number one quarterback ever. And then, you know, you still got people like Peyton Manning. For sure. Uh, he, I mean, Drew Brees didn't win, like, that many games, but he was a solid quarterback. I just feel I would like say Pat Mahomes could easily be Peyton Manning or um, – what was the other guy you mentioned? Brees. Brees level. Yeah. Easily. Absolutely. Easily. Yeah. But Tom Brady – just because Tom Brady benefited from the platform and the – System that New England had and the, all the championships, that's a high bar. Oh, yeah. That's a high bar to pass. But it, I mean, it's also you're on the same team for as long as he was, and then you go to a different team, and that year you win a Super Bowl. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah he kind of got fucking spoiled with that shit, yeah. though. That was kind of bullshit. Like, oh, my God, it was all because of Tom Brady. It's like, no, he was not the reason they won. Yeah. But you got to kind of give it to him because he also got Gronk it. back, right? He did. Yes. That season. And then the next year he lost, right? He, he it was like a sh- like average or like yeah. not, not great. It wasn't season. great, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think they still made the playoffs, but they didn't win. Yeah. It's so interesting. And also you kind of like hate him for that too. It's like, you should have just let, let it die with, uh, with the Pats, you yeah. know, like go down a legend. I don't know. I have uh so yeah, I, had, I have a lot of friends that are Kansas city chiefs fans. And then I had one friend that is, he was a diehard Patriots fan. So he was the fucking worst to be around, like when <laughs> when Tom Brady was playing, because he was like, "Yeah, dude, I love Tom Brady," but I'm like, "I thought you were a Pats fan." He's like, "No, I'm a Tom Brady fan." Right. But then when the Patriots quickly were playing, become it was like, a dude, a Bucks fan. Yeah, it's like, what do you like, stick with your team? Like, just yeah. stick with one. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, what do you think about like all the the sports team? Like, you have to be born into the city. Can, can you pick one as a kid? Like I've heard that thing, thing right? Like, like I think uh, like Lombardo and Gallagher yeah. and like John Lamont. Like as kids, they all just like picked a team that they liked, yeah. and then they kind of like stuck with it. Like Lombardo is Jacksonville, right? So he's just like kind of forever fucked. Yeah. But then like uh, I think Gallagher is Chargers. Or something. I don't know, but 
like I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Obviously, with like college, you have to go to that school, right? Or like some sort of connection. Yeah, somehow. I mean, like your parents go there, or your sibling, or like something like that. Something you can't just like rock a Harvard hoodie. Yeah. And it's like no connection to Harvard. Yeah, that, that'd be a little bit weird. I mean, like the, a college is a little bit different, unless I feel like it's like a Harvard because people probably think like you went there and then you're you're True. using the the school name to have people think you're smart or something. Right. But <laughs> that's a little fucked up. Um, but like college, you can kind of just pick. Like before I actually went to Missouri, I was a I was an Oregon fan. You know, I was That's just like true, I, I like the right. ducks. You know, why not? I like right. I like the name the ducks, so I'm gonna go with them. True. Um plus they were pretty good back then. Plus they were pretty solid. It's hard to <laughs> Yeah, it was uh that. that wasn't the primary factor <laughs> why I was a fan, you know. <laughs> I liked him before they got good actually. Yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't a bandwagon, don't worry about it. But like Witty was on and we were talking about this exact same thing and he was like, Yeah, there was a kid because he went to Western Michigan. Yep. And uh, he's like, there's a kid who every day wore some kind of Michigan State hoodie or hat or whatever. And he's like, bro, you don't go there. You're going to the wrong school. Though. Like, you can't get in because you're probably an idiot. Like, just give up, you know. <laughs> but part of it was like, well, if that's your team, though, like, you know, I guess. But. Yeah, if your parents went there or, like, something like that and you've been fans of them the entire time and you go to a different school, that's fine. That makes sense. Right. But if you're going to Western Michigan and you're a fan of Michigan State, like, why'd you come to here? Right. What are you doing? Are exactly. You, yeah. Clearly couldn't get in. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's very interesting. And also, people, some people take it super serious. Ryan on that episode was like, dude, if you give a shit about any of this, like, you're up, a fucking pussy. Grow up. You're a grown ass <laughs> man caring about college sports. You, you know, like, it doesn't matter, which which I also kind of agree with. But it's also fun, right? It's, yeah. We're it's on a podcast to, talking it's about It's fun nothing. to be a fan, but it's not cool to. Make it about yourself. Yes. That's probably my point. That summarizes it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's fun to be a fan, but, like, if you're letting a loss if, affect if you, you, like, two days If you let it affect later, your emotional state of mind... You got an issue. Like, you, there's something going on emotionally. Yeah, like, if you make a bad like fantasy football, you. you know, bench position, and, like, you're getting upset about it on a podcast, like... No, that's different, dude. Like, that's valid. <laughs> that's different, man. It's live. Like, it's, it's happening right now. I'm dude, this is it. 50 bucks on the line, okay? Yeah, you know, I, I'm about my money, dude, you know. You do work at a bank. I would hope you're about your money. That doesn't make me mentally weak, you know. <laughs> Sarcasm. Dude, so what about, like, sports betting? Are you into that at all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's just a fun, like, it's just fun to do. It's, like, half the time I, I'm not smart about it. I just kind of, like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I'm going to bet on that. Uh, I'm not any. I'm not like putting down hundred dollars or anything, but you know, a, a nice ten dollars here, a nice five dollars on that. Make it a little interesting. Yeah, just a little. It makes the game a little bit more fun to watch. Definitely. Like uh, I think I started back in college, and it was a lot of fun when the Chiefs were playing, and we would all go out to watch the game. I'd bet against them. Right. Just because everyone else was rooting for him, I'm sitting there. Just every time something bad happens, I'm like, "Let's go!" Yes. No, it's so fun. It's so much more fun than just. Going along with the team, yeah. you know. Plus, if there is a crazy upset, it's, like, so much more I'm fun. the only one that's happy in a bar full of people that are just like, what the fuck just happened? Right, 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 right. So, Guerrero, our friend Anthony Guerrero, yeah. he got this free trip to the Bahamas. Did you hear about this, Ryan? Through his no. gambling <laughs> site, he got a free trip. He spent X amount of money on the site, so they, they paid for him. I don't know if he got free flights and stay or whatever, but anyway... He's been in a casino hotel in the Bahamas all week. And uh, I'm just, like, so jealous. I'm like, God damn, maybe I should have been doing this the whole time. But I don't know. It's like a, like a five-star hotel, dude. It's crazy. It's wild. It's oh, yeah, so, I haven't so heard cool. of anything like that, but that's pretty crazy. And there's a casino there, so obviously they want you to gamble more. And I think he has been gambling yeah. while he's there. So he probably spent more than what the trip cost. I, 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 I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> I thought that was so, so funny. 
And then also, like, you're at the casino, so it's probably just, like, a bunch of other gamblers who got the same trip. So, like, I bet that that, the the casino's probably nuts. Probably. (laughs) It's, uh... Yeah, I know that. Like, I know Vegas does that. When you spend like X number of dollars, they'll give you a room upgrade, or like they'll give you free right. stuff. I'm like, right. that's basically just to keep driving you back. Exactly, spend more money. Right. It starts with the free drinks. Yep. But then, if you're actually a, a big dog, you start getting oh, all yeah. the extra perks. Yeah. They start recognizing who you are. It's like, oh, this man, <clears throat> this man lost ten thousand dollars last night. Like, well, you want him to come back and try to win that back? Right. This man gambled ten thousand ah, dollars last yes. night. Gambled. You, know, you don't always lose. I bet. Most I bet. Of the time you do. I bet, like, when you're trained to work in a, in a casino, it's like, you don't say lose. Yes. Right? There's, like, certain things where, you know. <laughs> so you, know. It's just like when you're in an airport, you don't say bomb. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. when you're in a casino, you don't say you lost. You just, you gambled it and you didn't win. Right. Luck wasn't in your favor that night. Try again. Maybe it is. Right. It's right around the corner or something like that. <laughs> Have you been to Vegas? No. I was uh, I was supposed to go for my 21st, and then that was over COVID. So of it course, was, yeah. We haven't been able to reschedule that trip yet because I was supposed to go with uh, my dad and my brother and basically my entire family was supposed to go because nice. I'm the youngest. Um, but, yeah, we were just haven't been able to reschedule it now that everyone's old and families and kids and whatnot. Of course. So your dad was always the the little league coach for shit. Like, oh, yeah. d- does he still coach anything or he just kind of – once, uh, once I got to the age where he couldn't coach me, he stopped coaching. Okay. He did, uh, he actually coached one year after, like when we were in high school, he coached, uh, Fortino's little sister with his dad. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So it was, uh, Fortino's dad was the head coach and then my dad was the assistant. Right. But. Cause they were like that, the, the, the duo. Like yes. those guys would coach everything. Yeah. I remember even lacrosse. Maybe they did one year of lacrosse or something. It was, uh, for, or, for yeah, Fortino never played lacrosse with us. That's right. He did, right. uh. It was football and basketball that he would coach, and then who was? Fuck, I forgot who it was. I feel like it was like eighth grade before we went. And like it was still the Bartlett Hawks lacrosse team, right? Or something he was like just kind of like helping out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I remember Dad being a cool guy. I even even for high school, I feel like maybe he would just help out with shit. Or he, you know, he just loved being on. Yeah, he like, just liked being. I mean, because at that point, he was still in the coaching mindset. So like, yeah, you know, as, as a lot of player like. It was. It kind of sucked at the same time for me because we'd get in the car and he wouldn't leave coach mode. Of course. And you know I had a terrible game and I'm just getting yelled at by my coach. And he was like, an he intimidating guy. Oh, you could. <laughs> I mean, by the looks of him, no. But when he starts yelling at you, it's like, oh, okay, sorry, dude. I didn't yeah. mean to. No, I, I, forgot I knew how bad. much he 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 cared about it and how much he wanted you to yeah. to perform. Um, there was one game. I can't remember the circumstances, but for lacrosse, we were in high school. And it was like, hey, we lost the game. We got to do ladders. We got to run. And I remember you were just like, oh, fuck yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> you're like, I'm going home. And the coach is like, Savi, get on the line. And you're like, fuck this. Like, nope. I played the whole game. Those guys lost the game. They should run. And you just like left. And I remember being like, damn. I was like running like, fucking, I wish I was like, Savi, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you had to sit for a week or something. Uh, but. So uh, I, I remember that. Very differently, actually. Oh, okay. Um, please, please. Uh, I we we actually still talk about this because it's hilarious in my family. Uh, so yeah, we it was a playoff game. I think like junior year or something like that, and we lost. Um, but he just like our coach decided to keep the same four defenders out there the entire game. Okay. And I think I played maybe a minute the entire game, and otherwise I was just sitting there on the sidelines. Oh, side okay. Um, I think if, I want to say it was St. Charles East that we lost to or something like that. Okay. And he was like, everybody on the line. And I'm like, and w- one thing, like, if you're going to, it sounds stupid when you say it, but like, if you're going to fuck around and like 
I'm not going to fuck around. Like, I'm, if I didn't play this game, I'm not serving the punishment. It's, I'm a, at that point, I was sure. a bad Valid. teammate. So were you I was var- a terrible teammate at that point, but I was just like, dude, I'm not doing this shit. Like, were you on varsity in this game? Yes. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, it was varsity, and he decided to keep the same four people out there the entire the game. The older guys, right. They were all gassed. I, like, I remember Witty was on. Like, he played the entire game. That dude was dead dog tired, right. and he wouldn't sub him out. Right. And so like, I was in there for one minute. Like in the middle of the second quarter, and that was about it. Um, but yeah, we lose the game. He's like, everybody on the line. I'm like, I'm good. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to run laps after we just played a full game, which I didn't even play in. Yeah. So I'm kind of just sitting here freezing my ass off because it was a pretty cold day that time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sitting here freezing my ass off. I'm going to go get in my car and go home. See you guys later. He's like, it's, I don't forgot what it was, but... I left the field. I remember coming to the practice either the next day or the day after because it was like a weekend. Um, I sat there with Coach, and he was like, yeah, you're not on varsity anymore. I'm like, okay, that's Whoa, fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was when I got dropped down to JV, but right. I had so much more fun on JV than I ever did on varsity. Oh, of course. It was so much more fun. I mean, it sounds bad, but like as somebody who wasn't – I'm by no means a great athlete, but I'm not a terrible athlete. Right. So I was sitting there playing freshman and sophomore when I'm a senior and a junior, and – I'm just I'm I'm more physically developed and I'm just better at the game than yeah, they were at the time. Of course, and it was just so much more fun. And also, I was just like I was hanging out with freshmen, like sophomores, so I was kind of able to coach them up. Definitely. Uh, so that's also where, like, when I started coaching and like refereeing, that's kind of where like that love came into. Yeah. It's like I'm just kind of showing these kids how to play. And it was awesome. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I remember that day that day a lot differently because I got yelled at by not only the coach parents as I was walking by him to my car oh yeah and then my dad when I got home but then like a week later he was like you know what the more I'm thinking about it the more I think you did the right thing right I'm like cool thanks Stood up for yourself <laughs> yeah oh, that's so crazy what what more like lacrosse stories remember the lock-in like, that was pretty cool that whole facility that was, was sick yeah. like, this was awesome the, like 360 facility I remember that that was uh would you coach yeah, I would. I mean, like, I don't, I don't, like, that was also kind of part of my plan. Like, when I didn't want to be an athletic director, I was like, okay, cool, what if I just became a coach? Right. Um, thought about that for a little bit, but then I'm big with the uh, the work-life balance. Yes. Coaches don't have a lot of that. Of course. Like, in season, they're working 80 to 90 hours a week, and I'm like, I don't want to do that Stupid, shit. Stupid, yeah. I want to hang, like, I want to hang out with people. I want to have my own time, which right now I'm not doing great at that, but it's, I'm trying, I'm working on it. No, man, I'm in the same way, man. I, w- I woke up with, I got six hours of sleep last night, and I was just, like, feeling it. I'm like, I could have gotten seven, and I didn't. And I'm just like, it, it, you almost feel, like, hungover, man. It's crazy. It's so, so nuts. And that's what's nice about, like, the, like, I assume you get into work at, what, like, 11 or 12 or 3? Uh, so I get there every day around noon, and then depending on if it's a weekday or a weekend, I'll leave anywhere between 11 p.m. or one thirty, two o'clock right. in the morning. Yeah, for sure. And for whatever reason, I always liked that better. Like the nighttime shift was oh, yeah. cool. And be, because it almost like gave you the option to sleep away the day. If you needed it to catch up, you could. But if not, if you did get home a little early and you got to bed on time, you could you could wake up 8 o'clock or so and get, get a good half day's worth of yeah. shit in, go grocery shopping or whatever you needed to do, you know, before you started your shift. Yeah. Um, which just works for people. Me, I'm like in this constant grind of like wake up at five, go to work, get home at five, and then like just you get a couple hours after work, and then you got to just keep doing it, you know? Um, I, I don't know. I, I kind of hate it. Ryan's kind of in the same fucking wheelhouse, but oh, yeah. it's tough. I mean, like I'm still trying to figure out a because I get there, so like it's it's very easy to do like all the stuff I want to do on my off days. 
Uh, the days I have to go into work, it's like, do I want to wake up at 6 a.m. when I just got home at 2 a.m. Yeah. to go work out and then try to go to the grocery store to get my groceries and like do all this other stuff? No, I want to sleep in. Of course. Uh, so sometimes I'm missing like the things that I actually need to get done because I'm just so tired from the day before and it's just a lot. Yeah, it's so finding that work life balance is super hard. <sighs> yeah, I man, it's, it's it's a struggle. And I feel like it doesn't get, I keep thinking like, oh, I'll figure it out eventually, but I'm like, it's not going to get any easier. It never gets easier. <laughs> it's going to get harder. <laughs> Which I feel like it's, there's a different level of it. Like nobody, like everyone wants to be like their own boss basically. Yeah. And like when you are your own boss, it's probably pretty, a lot easier to do that because you have other people taking care of things. When and nobody can, no, you're not accountable to anybody except for yourself. Exactly. So if you do need to take that selfish day off or sleep in, it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you're the, you're, if you're the one running the company, go for it. Absolutely. Like nobody's going to say anything if you take a day off. But right. if you're sitting there and you're in a position like us where you have like eight people above you who are looking at what you're doing, somebody's going to say something if you're just like, I can't come in today. Yeah. I'm, I'm not feeling good. Or like my mental health isn't great. Or like, I'm just dead tired. I can't do this. Someone's going to say something, but if you're the boss, right. nobody gives a shit. So mental health, I've never taken a mental health day. Have you done that before? I have not, but I have, I've seen people do it. I mean, like people can, I don't, like, at least for me, if people call out of work, I'm never like, why? Like, why are you doing this? Like, you're not you're supposed gonna, to, right? Yeah. You're not supposed to, but also it's like, it's none of my business. Like, if, right. I understand. Like, I've been there before. Like, I, I've definitely had days where I was like, I could take a mental health day. Like, I'm not physically or mentally doing well. I need to stay home, but... Shit, I'm getting paid. I got to go then. Yeah, I think I have that, like, nose of the grindstone kind of thing. Like, I've literally gone into work so many times where I'm like, ha I have the flu. Like, yeah. I'm clearly sick, but I'm like, oh, they might be upset if I take off. I'm just going to go in, you know, and you get through it. But yeah. uh, I remember my grandpa telling me, he's like, he's like, anytime I got sick, I would go to work because I felt like when I started working, it would make me feel better. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm not. Work the flu out? Uh, I don't see how that Oh, interception. Nice one. It's 20 to 3, 2 minutes, 19 seconds into the second half. Or uh, second quarter? No, quarter. Ryan, are you going to make fun of me now? Quarter. Thank you. All right, Saviano, we're at 135. I think I want to watch this game. So, unless you got something else, shortsy, anything? Nothing to add. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah, hey, it's been fun. It's been, I'm happy to be on here. It's a lot of fun. I, never, I didn't know what to expect coming on, and I was just like, I, I don't know why I felt like a lot of pressure, and then I got in, and we're just catching up, basically, and it's just cool. No, this is great, yeah, dude. it's awesome. I'm really excited. I've told a couple people that I, you know, I, I try not to tell people in case something happens or whatever, but I told a couple people, and everybody was like, yes, for sure. Saviano, that's a good one. Like, Gianna, I told her, Gianna mm -hmm. Siscon, and she was like, fuck yeah. She said that you guys were buddies in high school. Oh, yeah. and uh, Bad class. She, she was like, yeah, Savi. She's like, uh -huh. I remember her boyfriend. Uh, she kept saying how, how much she missed you and like how cool you were and funny and everything. And he kind of kept looking at her and she's like, it's just Nick. Don't worry about it. And he's like, well, I don't know who this guy is. Right. He's like, you talk about this person. It was really funny. Um, do you, uh, I mean, I guess that's, that's one question I didn't want to like, I don't want to like call you out, but like, do you have a favorite episode that you've done so far? Like or a favorite guest? Ooh. What do you think, Ryan? <laughs> He's just he's you, upset about DJ Moore. Is that what this is? You're upset about DJ Moore? I don't got an opinion, man. It's your podcast. <laughs> you got to speak. You got to have an opinion. You got to take a stand. Okay. I don't know. I mean, the Cravolio one, Cravolio one was really cool. I don't know if you listened to that or not, but he um, he's like a chef. Yeah. So it was really interesting to learn about that and his process with everything. That was really early on, though. Um, the Gabby Denisi episode was really yeah. cool. I got also I got a lot of 
good feedback with that one. She's like, she has this like whole like clothing line gush and everything. It's really, really cool. <clears throat> it was cool to catch up with her as well. Um, I don't know. I've had fun with McGuffin. I've done two with Alec Woody now, who's getting married this weekend. I'm going Hell to his yeah. wedding. I'm nice. really excited about that. Congratulations. I'm in Sydney. Congratulations. Yeah, it'll be really cool. Um, I remember when they first started dating. That's crazy. It is crazy, right? It is. They've been dating longer than Riley and I have, which is like really weird to think about. Riley and I have been together for eight years, over eight years. Damn. So they've been together longer than that. Crazy. That's it. That's insane. Yeah, so I'm excited to go there, see some old people from high school and shit. I'm not exactly sure who's going to be there, yeah. but it'll be kind of cool. Uh, I know, I think his best man is Alex Enders. So nice. Yeah, that makes sense. I actually saw him, uh, where did I see him? I feel like before I left Alter, I saw him and, uh, remember Josh Miller? Yeah, I think I saw them. Okay. Yeah, I know that they're homies. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's wrap up, dude. Uh, Saviano, thank you so much for coming, man. This has Appreciate been very cool. I'd love to have you on again. This Absolutely. Is, this is a fucking blast. Uh, maybe get some of your buddies on or something. Uh, Walker said Jack Walter, maybe. I don't know if uh, you're still homies with them. I've maybe. seen him a few times. Yeah, he's, a, he's doing well. Very cool. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Yeah. We are out. <laughs>